You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. Teehee, teehee. I'm Melissa. I'm Calvin. And still Dave. And we are down one for this episode. Unfortunately, Ellie had to go do some work. So it's just the five of us. Well, okay. I'm good with it. It's okay. I mean, I miss her. Got a two extra people. Yeah, in his background. So because yeah. <laughs> I for it. Because my ass is looking fierce. <laughs> uh, so today I'm going to be the historian. Wow. We're going to be talking about Bonnie and Clyde. It's a, like I feel like Bonnie and Clyde's like a pretty much a household like name when it when it comes to talking about like crime. Oh, very much so. Yeah, uh, for those young and old, I don't hope... And they're not even black. This is crazy. Plot twist. I hope nobody young is listening to this because I might swear. But anyway, (laughs) before we get started, as we always do, time for a shot, y'all. Oh, shit. I don't don't think I'm ready. That's all right. Cheers, guys. See, and I forgot to tell you what I made last time because it's the same thing I made this time. I finally found a good use for the screwball whiskey uh, that I hated <laughs> straight. Uh, you mix that with a little Godiva chocolate liqueur, and you got yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup, and it's pretty damn good. Nice. Look at you making fancy <laughs> drinks in your fancy glass. Damn it, Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about Bonnie and Clyde and what I thought was really funny is uh, like I start researching and you know, there are certain sites that I typically hit because I know uh, they're factually accurate. And I usually like take a few different sites and compare the information and take the most uh, solid information. <laughs> um, Alan's yeah. dying. He really is. I know. Um, and, I was comparing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was comparing the notes that I uh, printed out from biography.com. And so, from at, when you go to biography.com, it like gives the name and like the date of birth and when they died, typically. And then, so for uh, Bonnie, it just says her name and date of birth, day she died. For Clyde, it said murderer underneath his name. Wow. Like, That's harsh, man. Like, you're just gonna she's she's not a murderer, but he's a murderer. And Aren't I, they both did the same thing. I know. I know. It's uh it's it's bizarre. <laughs> I laughed at it. Sorry if you don't find it funny. Wait, but but didn't didn't Clyde actually kill someone and Bonnie had not? Um we we'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that as we delve into the episode. Uh their their kill count uh in total was um I believe four civilians and at least nine police officers. So they didn't, and they were a part of the gang. So it wouldn't be say kill count that was attributed to them. It definitely is not just who they killed, but like who anybody in their gang killed as well. Uh, they're just the popular name. The press really uh, flocked to them because it was like this couple that were on the road being bandits and like holding up banks and like being badass and, Honestly, I'm like, all of that just sounds really dangerous and boring. Like, is the is the FDIC a thing at this point? 
Because if someone showed up and stole all my money and it's not insured, I'd be <laughs> super pissed. Well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start from the beginning. We're gonna give you a little background on Bonnie. So good place to start. Good place. Yes, we'll start from the very beginning. We could also memento this and start at their death and move all the way backwards. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like everybody already knows how they die. Okay, and- okay whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Memento was a Memento was a screwed up movie. Very good movie. It was a good movie though. Yeah, it was really good. So, um, Bonnie Elizabeth Parker. We do share a middle name, so I don't know. Maybe I feel a little love for this woman. I'm just saying. She was born October 1st, uh, 1910, in Texas, and she had an older brother and a younger sister, and. She lost, I think, her dad like when she was pretty young. Um, and then her mom moved her in with her grandparents because that was like a thing that you did back in the day. You know, if I can't take care of you, the grandparents will take care of you, yada, yada, yada. So she intended, she went to these um, like local schools and she was actually really talented uh, at several different things math, art. Um, and she, actually wanted to be an actress, which was something that knew that I learned about her. Interesting. <laughs> I think, yeah. And when we, when we get to Clyde, he also had artistic dreams as well. So I thought that was kind of interesting to see that these people that ended up living a life of pride had these really like good. All just frustrated <laughs> artists. <laughs> uh Oh, that's how I'm going to get in trouble. I'm being frustrated. I'm going to start robbing banks. I mean, I'm, I'm too much of a pussy to do any of that, though. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so she was uh, earning honors at her school for her studies. She was really, really smart. And she was also a poet, which is something else that I didn't really know. And she um, didn't even know it. And <laughs> oh, God, Melissa. I know. No. <laughs> I know. I'm oh. sorry. It's okay. I still love you. <laughs> uh, so, again, I thought, like, I knew all this stuff about Bonnie and Clyde because, like, I've seen the movie. And, well, actually, there are several movies and a couple of, uh, well, one or two TV shows or miniseries. She got married. Um, she was a sophomore in high school. And she ended up not to, not to Clyde because she met him after high school. She got this guy's name tattooed on her leg and oh that's so that's that's step one of of the, what she did wrong step, step one <laughs> she started her life a person's name that she no. did a love with at the time on her leg yes um mm-hmm. i i thought that was uh really interesting i mean the marriage didn't last very long uh apparently the husband was really abusive and i think that's just from reading what I've read, I feel like that might have been a turning point for her because she seemed really smart. Yeah. And uh, she seemed very driven, you know, and after this, she kind of, she met Clyde and things kind of changed for her. So, uh, it so Mama, all it takes is one bad relationship for your entire life to go sideways. I, mean, I was going to say one tattoo because that's that seems right. to be the multiple <laughs> because you don't learn your lessons. All or multiple. <laughs> don't judge those who have to learn over multiple times of being the same stupid idiot. Nah, we're supposed to learn from our mistakes. Sometimes we don't. But you know, it, it is what it is. But before I go into uh, when Bonnie and Clyde met, I'm going to give you a little background on Clyde. Uh, he was born March 24th, 1909. Uh, 
he came from a poor farming family also in Texas and um, his older brother was a criminal. Were there any black people in this neighborhood? Uh, I didn't ask. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) You. You asked the internet questions? So I don't know. It's in Texas, Calvin. That should answer your question. It's in Texas. I didn't ask when I was trying to buy real estate there. Was not top priority. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So his brother was a criminal. And Clyde didn't start off being a criminal. He actually wanted to be a musician. He was actually really good at guitar and the saxophone so okay. he wanted to be a musician and apparently and he was like you can't make any money doing this shit <laughs> yeah his older brother <laughs> Buck, um started off with uh petty thievery and he got his you know he got clyde into it and uh they started as one does right and they started stealing cars and um you know by the time clyde was 20 he was already a fugitive from the law so we're looking at a kid who had like these really good, um, like good intentions uh, and just kind of got swept away or influenced by other people. It happens. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there just from my readings. This is kind of what I'm from my readings as I <laughs> move my hand across the pages. Baby <laughs> <laughs> Bobby. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So um they were like, he was a fugitive from the law. He was wanted for several robberies. And so Bonnie met him. She was a, a waitress and she was 19 years old. In a cocktail bar. Was that much true? <laughs> In a cocktail bar? No. Like, <laughs> no. Dave. It, it, it's a human league song that I was working as a waitress in a cocktail. Sorry. Carry on. Dave with the timely references. It, don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> so by the time uh, Bonnie meets Clyde, he's already an ex-con. Like he has okay. been in jail, even if it was just for like, you know, a couple weeks or a weekend. He's He's been in jail. Um, and he was actually a wanted man, again, like I just said. And uh, he vowed he was never going back to jail again. Oh, I'm never going back to jail. How are you wanted when you're in jail? That's my question. Like, ah, we want you. Well, <laughs> well you, you, you got me. Well, but again, I don't, I don't, communi- communications <laughs> networks warning. Why are the signs still up? It's like lost dog after the dog has been found. I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I don't really know. Okay. I, I have no answers for that. Although I feel like I she said that all wrong. Let, let me say it the way that it should have been said at that era. Man, why do you still got signs up even though you got me, Kappa? Well, and I, I, honestly, you weren't you weren't really paying attention to what she said because she said, Absolutely had, not, I'm drunk. He had, he had been in jail. He was <laughs> out when they met, but he was a wanted man again. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, see. <laughs> so basically, you, got you can be wanted after you did jail time. That that can happen. That's a thing. It, it, it's it's called a repeat offender. <laughs> yeah, Calvin. You, know, man, you see what happened was? Man, yeah, <laughs> gonna rub you out. See, man, man, I'm gonna rub one out myself right now. Man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, they, they spent the next uh, several weeks together. Like when I say several weeks, I mean, probably like 
about four weeks and they fell deeply in love, like so fast, apparently. Um, and then he ended up getting uh, taken back to jail uh, for various counts of auto theft, like within, so they had met in four or five years. going back to jail, but I really want to go back to jail. <laughs> I had him in jail. <laughs> and then there was jail. <laughs> And then <laughs> this sounds like my sister's love story. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe I'm being too personal here, but it sounds very familiar to me. Well, let, let me continue. And maybe this will parallel that story as well. We'll see. Um, so yeah, he ends up going back to jail. And once he was in prison, he was like, dude, like I just want to escape. Like, I don't want to be here. Cause he said, I don't ever want to go back to jail. Long story short, he befriended a black guy who narrates things really well, ass. and what then he climbed through three what? football fields with the most smell, foul-smelling. People don't ever get out of jail, Calvin. Stop that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Calvin we get, went with we get, Shawshank. We, I was thinking we, American History X. <laughs> we get we get paroled. We get paroled after forty-five years in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> White people go in with the blueprints of the prison tattooed on their body. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, prison break. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't escape prison that way, by the way. I'm getting... But he did escape, right? Oh, yeah. He did. Okay, cool. But with a gun that Bonnie smuggled into the prison. She's did she, was it in a cake with a file? Nope. There, there was no specifics that I could find that oh, I that's disappointing. That I could make sure were accurate enough. So I, I heard too many different things. So I skeptical. Went, Cal is skeptical. She smuggled it into the jail. You know where she smuggled it. And what? Is, what are some of these ideas? Though? They didn't do like, full body what? cavity searches back then. I don't have them written down. So. I don't know how she got a bazooka in here that way. I have no idea how she got a bazooka in here this <laughs> way. Later. I'll, I'll look them up while I'm talking about the stuff that I actually can, you know, reference. But anyway, she is clearly, clearly right violating anti-miscegenation laws if she got a bazooka in here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. No, what were their guns of choice back then? I don't remember. So, Tommy uh, guns? Is that what they're called? Tommy guns were typical of the era, like, for gangsters. I don't know if they were always used, but there were photos that um, there was a roll of film that they found uh, when Bonnie and Clyde, this, this comes later when they like escaped the safe house, they found a roll of film that was undeveloped and they developed the film and there was all these photos of them posed together. So all those photos you see where they're like posed by a car with a gun and like all of that, they, that was found uh, left abandoned at a safe house. Hmm, so they're actually accurate. And uh, I, I, I don't know. Was that like a, a glamor shot like for them? Like is that outlaws glamour shot. <laughs> well, she did want to be an actress, so it must have been like her headshots for her, like, look this, look at all this this uh, range that I have. <laughs> I can hold guns and look serious. Yeah, <laughs> one full face, one profile. That's yeah. Yeah, and it should be said that <laughs> look at all this range that I got, copper. <laughs> it should be said that Bonnie was considered to be like this really beautiful woman, and the photos that I see of her, it would suck if she was homely. Well, no, here's the thing. I think that beauty is the, in the eye of the beholder. And no, you don't, because you're about to say something that totally <laughs> goes against that. You know uh, you're about to. Actually, you didn't let me finish. So I didn't. Hell, shut the fuck up. Totally uh, shutting up. 
<laughs> um, also, different eras have different ideals of what beauty looks like. And for the time, she actually was an attractive woman. If we look at her now, we're like, eh. Like, she's not bad, but she's not great. But for that ideal time, like the ideal for that time, she was uh, she was kind of a hottie. So you're saying ugly women got over back in, the, in that time, basically. So... Beauty standards change, Calvin. Yes, that's, that was my whole thing. Like, our beauty standards now are different than they were then. So we can't judge accurately how she not my fault. It's not my fault that 16-year-olds look like they were 40-year-olds today. It's not my fault. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and mute him for his own good right there. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm back. He breaks out of prison with his cellmates. He ends up back in jail within a week because obviously that, you know, they found him. And uh, this is when he, he, it was said that he was sexually assaulted multiple times. He was? He was. Yeah. Don't say. Yes. There isn't, like before this, there was no, you know, prison rape, but all of a sudden now there's prison rape. I mean, there was. It just it's wasn't talked him. about. <laughs> not so much things you talk about in polite society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the fun, okay, so this is one of my favorite things. So, Clyde has to do um, manual labor, uh, labor while he's in jail. And he's like, oh, my God, this work so tough. What should I do? to make everything easier. I'll cut off like one of my toes and maybe part of my other toe so that I can't do this manual labor. Seems a little extreme. Yeah. For the rest of his life, um, he couldn't drive a car with a shoe on. So he could only, he had to have just a sock on to, you know, use his foot. Cause apparently he did it off the wrong foot. If you're going to do that, do it off the left foot. Not the right, right. I'm curious as to how the shoe not being on plays into driving better while missing toes. You know, I'm not really sure. Again, that was one of those things I couldn't find enough uh, substantial information, like which toes he cut off, like which foot. Um, it does we, literally, we, we literally recently did a show about someone who could paint with their mouth because they had no arms and legs. Yep. Is, is this the hill we're going to die on? Like, I don't <laughs> know if they could drive without a couple toes. I well, no, the fact that he had to wear, he couldn't wear a shoe, that's what doesn't make sense. See, does he have the rest of his foot? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and huh. he, he walked for the rest of his life with a permanent limp because of this, and the truly funny thing is... Did he sag that, his jeans? Did he sag his jeans? Because this would totally sell the story for me. I, that is not in the information, but what so is... So he limped, but no sag jeans. Okay, go on. What is in the information is that when he cut off his toes, his mother had already taken care of getting him out of jail. So he basically did it for no reason. So it cuts off a toe and a half or whatever. And then his mom's like, I came in and that's a caravan. You're out of jail now. Man, ma, this is why I did it. See? Yeah. <laughs> two weeks later. Two weeks Unemployment. Later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. So now we get into the, the meat and potatoes of the story. Um, the stuff that people know about. So uh, when he, when Clyde got out, him and Bonnie got back together and they were all like smoochy smoochy and everything was great. Um, and 
and Clyde tried to go straight. He so it was no longer Bonnie. It's complicated, and Clyde. It's Bonnie right. and Clyde again. Yes. Okay. So, together again. Um, so he goes to work at a, a glass factory or a glass company, um, and he ended up leaving his job because he was being harassed by the cops because he was an ex-con. You know, he'd apparently fucked with a lot of people, and these cops were just like harassing him. Just showing up to his glass blowing job. <laughs> well, he worked at a glass company, so I don't think he was blowing glass, but he was, you know, okay, making stuff. Again, it's not super detailed what he did. At the but I'm sure those were a lot of the jokes the cops were making. Yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> Leave me alone, coppers. I'm just trying to blow glass like an honest man. <laughs> oh, so he, he quits his job. He forms a gang. And he's like, all right, we're, we're just going to start doing the same thing that we used to do. We're going to take it up a notch. We're going to start robbing banks and get a little crazy. So, um, so it sounds like the cops were at fault for this. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, <laughs> he made the choice. He made the choice to not be legit anymore, and like he was sick of being harassed. If you look at you know how everything has kind of moved from here to there, he took the path less resistance. I feel like every single time. So for him, it was easier to go back to a life of crime than it was to deal with being told he was a sack of shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Seems realistic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they went... Like yeah. is probably a little bit easier, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, when you work for yourself like that, it's, it's way easier than when you work for somebody else constantly telling you <laughs> you're a piece of shit, so... Probably, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, we make more money that way too. So usually, generally speaking, yeah, you get away with it. I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah, they, than blowing glass. They they did a series of robberies um, at different businesses and banks, and basically, um, they ended up. Clyde definitely killed a police officer. That is, you know, it's so. Murderer. He. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. He killed a police officer? Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) 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 Shit. Shit. (laughs) Hey, I should should probably say I'm black. I'm black. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and drink. I'm going to go ahead and drink. All right. I'm I'm trying to zoom through the rest of this. I don't know how long we've been talking, but I don't want another 40-minute episode. (laughs) Two-part episode. So, yeah, after this, uh, he he became a highly wanted man uh, because he killed a police officer, and um, he had a price on his head. So there was, like, a bounty, like, like, wanted dead or alive. Like, this guy needs to go. No disintegrations on his head. Uh, so yeah, they ended up um, going like low profile for a while because he didn't want to go back to jail. <laughs> Probably even more so after he'd been never take me back. Handled inappropriately by another man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so way of putting that stuff. I, you know, I'm trying to be just really nice about it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so they. Went back, uh, Bonnie and Clyde and like one of their other game members uh, went back to live with uh, Clyde's 
brother uh, and his wife in Missouri. But then um, the neighbors kind of like saw them creeping in like to the house and they were like suspicious of who these people were and they were wanted. So there's uh, obviously communication between police departments and whatever. I mean, I know this is a long time ago, but they could still do that. Uh, just in case you were wondering. Um, so the police showed up at the house of his brother where he was staying because the neighbors called and there was a big shootout, which not right. Um, all of them escaped all of the outlaws. So not necessarily the brother. I, I don't really know what happens to him. I know that eventually he dies, but well, I mean, they all do eventually. Everybody all dies. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> kind of the natural state of things, let's be honest. It, it, that's where we all go. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so here uh, they left behind two dead police officers, and it doesn't say who killed them. There were four people that could have killed them. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if Bonnie should have murderer underneath her name. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's so unfair. Like it's very biased toward like Bonnie. Like, oh, she was a woman, so she couldn't have had any ill will in her heart. She was, a dainty little flower she was, yeah. She yeah. was swept up by this man and she didn't know any better. She had the vapors over him. <laughs> no. She was complicit in murder and robberies and like I was like, she's at a minimum an accessory. Yeah. Yes. I mean it's <laughs> yeah. She, mm-hmm. To me, she's just as guilty. So anyway, all right. Uh, there was a shootout. They escaped. Two dead officers. And this is where they found the roll of film. So this is when they started getting publicized in the media heavily because they had all these photographs of them looking like, you know, young people thought they were like icons. Like, oh, man, they're, fu- they're love. They're rogues. They're outlaws. They're just like... Oh, we're fighting against the man and we're so in love and we don't care about anything else. We just do what we want and we're so in love. And I'm just like, yeah, weird. So we're just not going to talk about how they're criminals. (laughs) So, I mean, natural born killers and we go on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll talk about this uh, off the episode because I can talk about that forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Nobody talks about how he had a limb. Uh, nobody talks about how right before Bonnie died, like within the last year before she died, she was injured. Uh, she had an injury on her leg due to battery acid. It was some, uh, like they had a, there was a car accident. She got battery acid all over her leg and she had to be carried almost everywhere the last year of her life. And she died when she was 24. So we're looking at a 24 year old essential cripple. A car accident that was caused by Clyde, wasn't it? I do believe so. I do believe so. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> God, like there's just, there was a lot more here than I thought there was. I thought this so was going to be like a really short episode. So Sorry. Um, okay. So they ended up going back into a life crime, obviously, because what else do you do? Um, the police found them in 1990, or 1933, sorry, uh, in Platte City, Missouri. And there was another shootout, uh, which is Oh, yeah, okay, I totally forgot about this part. So I read this earlier, and, like, so all of a sudden, it's now really exciting again. <laughs> there was another shootout, um, and a prison guard... Oh, wait, I skipped ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, just... Go backwards, cool. 
Why is that up there? No idea what you're talking about. Calvin <laughs> just now saw This it. is an audio medium. No idea what you're referring to. Calvin figures out we're going to mute him. He's going to just be distracting with his backgrounds now. <laughs> so anyway, there was another shootout. Bonnie and Clyde escaped along with one other uh, person. His brother and his brother's wife did at this point. They were with them now again. So they they said, hey, cuff me. You just take me in. They were over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Um, his brother died uh, shortly after of wounds that he sustained and his wife went to jail for 10 years and so there we go Uh, in 1934 Clyde helped a jailbreak so Bonnie had done that earlier for him so now he's doing it for people that had gone to jail uh, that were part of his gang so um, as one does yeah, a prison guard died in the process, and um, while Clyde was escaping, uh, he grabbed like his friend and like several of other inmates, and um, he brought with him a convict named Henry Methvin, who actually became a part of his gang, which is called uh, the Barrow Gang, and this is what ultimately got them uh, killed and caught, caught and killed, whatever. Okay. So uh, we're just going to fast forward because um, Muffin actually ended up killing a cop during like a month or two after this. And uh, Muffin's father was like, okay, cops, please don't kill my son. I can help you catch Bonnie and Clyde. I can help you get him. Don't kill him. So uh, his uh, Muffin's father went and pretended like his car was broken down on the side of the road. And he was standing there and Bonnie and Clyde got out of their car because they, you know, they were driving up and they saw him and they got out of the car to help him because they knew who he was. And that's when a bunch of cops showed up and filled him full of lead. And the car is on display in Las Vegas. The actual car that's filled with all the bullet holes. Uh, oh, that's what it is. It's in the Gangster Museum. Yeah. And, so then they died. <laughs> and, and then they died. they died. Yeah. I mean, there's... there's Lead poisoning. Stuff, but um, I, I think the reason why... Uh, Can't hear you, Calvin. Sorry, I was muted. So we literally have on display the vehicle with the bullet holes that Bonnie and Clyde were killed in. Where is this? Where is this? It's at the uh, Gangster the Museum in Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas, yeah. I'm going to Vegas in the fall. That's awesome. Well, I'm going. No, um, and they weren't killed inside of the car. They actually got out of the car to to help out. And they were like, "Let's fuck up their car too." Ah! Well, I mean, they were probably standing kind of in front of it. So yeah. bullets and places. bullets were free back then. <laughs> they were absolutely free. <laughs> no cost for bullets. So, yeah, then they died, and um, Bonnie and Clyde kind of went down in history as this romantic uh, Romeo and Juliet um, type couple uh, that ended in tragedy. And I, I do believe that, like, uh, movies such as Natural Born Killers and um, certain things have been based off of it. And that's, you know, it's all because the the news media found them so captivating, and then that made everybody else find them so captivating. And so now this romantic idea of people who just maybe had shitty lives and did some bad things with them. That's it. We're just (laughs) 
criminals. <laughs> <laughs> but let's romanticize it. All righty then. So yeah, that's it. As America does. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. And <laughs> I think it's time to... Well, that's probably weak. Ooh, there you go. Surround sound. Surround sound. All right, Taz. <laughs> Uh, you know, Deepwater Games, Source Point Press, uh, N3 Art, um, and as always, fuck Steve. Except for right now, he should be. You should be supporting Steve because you know, COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> fuck that guy. But now he doesn't have a job, so I feel really bad about that. Put that right now. Calvin. Uh, obviously, um, leading questions with Calvin Moore, leadingquestionsnow.com. You can find us on all the great places that podcasts are found. Google, uh, Google Play, uh, sorry, whatever, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Trade App, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those places. I'm assuming at this point we're like three, four weeks out. I'm uh, hoping it's up on Stitcher by now, but whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, I never even heard of Stitcher. Why are we so focused on that? Because I have friends who actually ask me, are you on Stitcher? So there's always that the one only thing podcast that, there, app there's, I use. There's always a, that one place that people listen to things on. It's like, okay, I don't listen to it on there, but that doesn't mean that. You've never heard of Spotify? Well, <laughs> I listen to things on Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. I don't do Google Google anything. Except for Googling. Man. Whatever. <laughs> man. man. I only Google man. when I need to Google. I don't use the Google See, Man. <laughs> Man, I'm a binger. I'm a binger. a binger. He's a binger. A binger and Yahooer. <laughs> all pretty then, Dave. Uh, as always, uh, podcast you tried all the things, uh, or check us out at IT and the D. All the things. Um, we've had a couple of really fun shows recently. Uh, doing our thing the same the same way that all the other shows are with this format. Um, yeah, podcastdetroit.com, it and the D.com, or any of the social medias that go along therewith. Awesome, and for myself. Go to stephaniemedard.com for most of your Stephanie Medard needs. I will have all my new links up soon. And that's oh, it. Wait, Steph. wait, Steph, 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 one more thing. One more thing because you did Bonnie and Clyde. What? Bonnie and Clyde. There is now a new one for, oh, I don't want to say it's for African-American people, but Queen and Slim, Queen and Slim is totally fictional, but 100% based off of, of the mythology of, or that surrounds, they're obviously real people, but the mythology that has grown up around them so queen and slim new movie last year we go. Nice. there we go all right you guys thank you so much for listening to shot of history and until next time i'm stephanie i'm the color man big duff i'm Alyssa. i'm calvin and dave <laughs>